Eye on the Empire, episode 349. When somebody's the president of the United States, the authority is total. The authority is total. The authority is total. But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it. Find out what is in it. In an empire lies, the truth is treason. The truth is treason. We must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. By the military-industrial complex. I don't know about you, but I am always dealing with these clueless people on the internet and in my daily life, and I was looking to learn how to defend libertarianism, and if you're in that same position, you want to learn how to defend libertarianism, advocate for a free market, and win any political or economic debate, then you need to join Liberty Classroom. That's Tom Wood's Liberty Classroom, and you could do that by going to eyeontheempire.com slash liberty. If you do that, you'll be able to earn the equivalent of a PhD in libertarian thought and free market economics online for just 24 cents a day. That's amazing. Once again, go to eyeontheempire.com slash liberty. What's up, everybody? Ray here, your host of Eye on the Empire. Welcome back. Thank you for joining me. Another week looking at things that are going on in this crazy, crazy world that we are living in. And I think I should probably talk, because that's what the news is all about, is the Trump impeachment trial. I'm assuming that that's what I have to talk about today. Uh, but I don't want to talk about that today, because it's a farce in some ways. I mean, the, let me well, let me talk about it just really briefly then. Um, a farce, eh. You know, they could they can impeach the guy. That's fine. He said some crazy stuff that that set off people that ended up storming the Capitol. I he he pretty much made it clear. I was listen I listened to his entire speech and I didn't get the impression that anyone was gonna go down there and start destroying stuff, but maybe there was some sort of secret Twitter feed that Trump had that told some of the secret followers to go do it. I don't know. I mean that's always possible, I suppose. So if they come up with something like that, then that was a pre-planned thing conceived between Donald Trump and some uh, group of right-wing kids, then yeah, maybe maybe we'll go ahead and go there. Maybe we'll go ahead and say that uh, they that he should be impeached or something like that. But he's not the president, so I'm not sure if that's that's a case to be made as well. But I do see the other side as uh, other side of it. If you are in the midst of an impeachment trial and all of a sudden you just decide to um, resign then at that point, are you still impeachable or not? I mean, that that's a, that's a big question because they do say that you should be able to disqualify somebody as well. And I don't know what disqualification meant back when the Constitution was written. That's up for interpretation. And I imagine that interpretation would probably have to come from the Supreme Court because they are the interpreters of the law. So disqualification, can he be disqualified through this impeachment if he wanted to run in 2024? Yeah. But the thing is, is he's not going to be impeached. 
Hold on, he's already been impeached, sorry. That's that's the Congress that impeached. The trial is not going to disqualify him or get him out of office because he's already out of office. So it's not going to disqualify him because they're not going to get the 60 votes that they need in order to do that. They might get six Republicans to come across the aisle, but that's it. So in that sense, it is all a farce. It's all It's all for show. It's all for division. It's all political is all it is, guys. And that's all there is to it. I mean, whether Donald Trump did something wrong or not, like the big story that they're trying to bring up is they're showing all these people coming into the Capitol building. They're showing all of the results of what happened that day. But the real crime, if you want to call it a crime or if they want to call it a crime, is what Donald Trump said. And does he have free speech? Is a politician allowed to say things that are provoking? Is a politician allowed to hype up the crowd? Every politician hypes up the crowd. That's what politicians do, is they talk bad about the other side, they criticize the other side, they tell their supporters to get out and do something. Now, I don't know. I mean, I I don't really see how you can set the precedent that this is an impeachable offense because it literally is him speaking. So that's that's kind of the big issue that I have with this thing is that I just don't know that it's something that is literally like an impeachable offense. So um, I'm going to take it. I'm, I'm not going to speak any further on this subject than that because... You know, that's what I'm supposed to be talking about and what I, but according to what the news is saying, um, but it's all just, just show. It's all just the Democrats and the Republicans trying to show out the Democrats specifically trying to ruin the Trump legacy, but also trying to, and you see it on the news every night, make it so that all Trump supporters are considered to be racists, bigots, whoever you are, if you voted for Trump, that's what they're trying to make it sound like. Whether you voted for Trump because you'd hate abortion, you're still a right-wing bigot that overlooked the fact that Trump's a racist and a bigot, according to what they're saying. Like, that is the, that is the story right now of what the Democrats are trying to do. It's completely tarnish any single person that voted for Trump. Make them shiver in fear, if possible. And that's a problem. That's a huge problem. That is something that they should not be doing. Because there's hundreds of thousands of reasons why people vote. They're actually, for as many people that voted for Trump, 70 million people, there's 70 million individual reasons why someone voted for Trump. And there's 75 million reasons why someone voted for Biden. If you really want to take the extremist view on this thing, then you can say every single person that voted for Biden was okay with destroying state houses back last summer or destroying certain federal buildings last summer. You can say that. If you want to take that extremist view... On either side, you can say that. Because they're trying to lump every single Trump or supporter in with 
the people who, the, the few hundred maybe, people that actually stormed the Capitol building. Most of the people stayed outside. Most of the people were just waving flags, wearing their stupid red hats, and holding a Trump rally. And that's what people do at Trump rallies. That's what they do. They scream America and they do this and they do that. Now there was a few that got out of, out, out or unruly. And those were probably the ones that were planning on getting unruly anyway. I mean, there are some people who want to take down the federal government. They do exist. And I'm sure there was a couple hundred of them, probably a couple dozen of them at that rally and of those couple couple hundred that stormed the Capitol, I said this before, there's probably a couple dozen that were planning on it, and then the other ones just followed along. Because they were in with the crowd. They were, it was like a spontaneous thing to do. That's what happens. The unruliness of crowds. I mean, you, you can stir up a crowd to do lots of things. People have done that throughout history. So, anyway, it's an interesting time we live in, right? But I wanted to talk about this this today as well, because this was the main topic that I was focusing on before I started doing some research into this whole Trump impeachment thing that's going on right now. And that is, um, are libertarians losing, guys? It does not seem like a libertarian movement at all. And when I say libertarian, I don't mean the libertarian party. I don't mean libertarians in general. I mean... I'm saying, are the people, is the news cycle, is there even a desire for liberty anymore? Is there a desire for limited government? That, that's, that's where I'm going to go with this. Not just libertarian, but is this, is the limited government movement, is it losing? Are we done? Where are we at? We had a great streak with Ron Paul back way back when. There's a lot of people that came on board with the Ron Paul revolution. Before that, I mean, I've talked about this on the past with my, with my own personal story. Like, when I became a libertarian in 1999, that's when I decided that I was a libertarian. Because I was in college and I was taking a couple different classes and one of the professors was libertarian. And at the very same time... I came across Ayn Rand during a philosophy class, and they, I just kind of put one and one together, and it just kind of made sense, and then I decided to start going down that road. Now, me being a libertarian back then is not me being a libertarian today. I was very wishy-washy. I was a, I was a George W. Bush supporter. I was uh, somebody who, on uh, 9-11, supported going into Afghanistan. I supported the Iraq War. Like, I was not, like, libertarian in the sense of anti-war, I was fiscally a libertarian, so a fiscal conservative in some ways, that determined that that had libertarian leanings, I guess you would say. But back then, you didn't have as much information out there as you have now. Like we had n- nothing. You had uh, I can't remember the name of the. There was a website called the Advocates for Advocates.org. They do the world's smallest political quiz like that was the libertarian thing back then and you had a few books harry brown and a few other books but and i ran across um anatomy of the state by murray rothbard once went way back when and i didn't know that was a libertarian book i thought it was just a book about anatomy like i it it did not occur to me to read that 
read that book or pamphlet or whatever you call it back then. But I don't know that it would have resonated back then. I wasn't ready for the whole message of limited government. But, but the, the point that I'm getting at is, is the liberty, libertarian movement losing? Is limited government a losing idea right now? Because we had our revolution in 2008 and in 2012. And a lot of people, like a lot of people have podcasts. There's so many libertarian podcasts out there. Is our message getting out there enough, though? Because the main... We're like a quiet whisper in a concert hall at a Metallica concert. No, excuse me, a Slayer concert. Let's go, let's go even harder than that. A Cannibal Corpse concert. We are a whisper in a Cannibal Corpse concert right next to the, the speaker system compared to what's going on right now in the media and everything else. I mean, consider the fact that everybody, I mean everybody, my father, my mother, everybody that I meet is like wondering about this $1,400 check that's being promised. When would it come out? Did you get your $600 check? Did you get your $2,000 check a couple, you know, way back when? How much did you get? Because did you make too much? Whatever. Like, literally, everybody is talking about this $2,000 check. Now, I am all for the government not taxing people. I am all for getting back some of my tax money and all that stuff. That's true. I, I think that's great. Give back the money to the people. That's phenomenal. I would say get rid of all taxes. That's that's phenomenal as well. But these people are looking at it as if it's like the master handing food to the dog, you know? Like the the per, the, the trainer giving food to the dolphin type thing. Like these are people that are waiting around for a check from the government. Like, it's not good training. That's what I'm saying. Because you're being trained in some way, and politicians are going to do this. These um, politicians are going to do this stuff. The they, they look for ways to get you to be dependent. That's what they do. And this is a great way to get you to be dependent upon them, looking towards Washington, D.C., these are like short-term things to keep you stirred up, to keep you focused in on them, on what they're doing for me, because it gives them relevance. So these are little propaganda things that they're doing in order to make this happen. So I am all for getting rid of the income tax. I'm real, all for giving back money to people, but the, the way that they're doing it should be through legislation, get rid of the income tax, or get rid of lowering taxes, or do whatever but not the way that the dolphin trainer trains the dolphin to keep doing the tricks so you can come back for more type thing because that's what I that's how I feel about the 1400 checks so are the libertarians losing are is the limited government message fading away think about this though free mo- free money is never unpopular it's never unpopular except to those that realize that it's not free and that's it. These, this money's not free. This money is not your tax money coming back to you. This is 
the government going out and borrowing $1.9 trillion so that they can give, give you some money. And then what does that do for the world? What does that do for the American dollar? It devalues the American dollar. It's a tax on your savings. I talked about that in the past. I think I did it on the last show. It's a tax on your savings. It devalues the currency. It debases their currency, which then is a tax. A They call it a tax without legislation when they borrow money. So we understand that it's not free, though. We do. But most people don't. That's why they have their hand out there looking for more. There's literally no criticism in popular media, in the mainstream media, of this progressive agenda that they're trying to push on us right now. There's none. Every corporation that's a Fortune 500 corporation has the same kind of training going on right now. I've heard it from multiple people that I know that work for major corporations. They're having the same kind of training about people, about um, anti-discrimination training, uh, things of that nature, right? Their equity training, uh, whatever else kind of training you want to call it, inclusiveness training, they're all doing that. And this is a situation where, you know, there's no criticism of it. And if you do criticize it, if you even think to criticize it a little bit, you're going to be the one that's called racist. You're going to be one that's called a bigot. You're going to be the one that is looked down upon. Even though you are just questioning it because you're like, maybe that's not the best way to go about unifying people. Maybe that's not the best way to get people to not be racist. Maybe by doing that, you create a situation where people want to push back against you because they're saying... You're going to call me a racist because I, I, I'm a specific color? Maybe, maybe you're not. But they're going to tell you you are. And that's, that, that's, to me, that's wrong. But there's no criticism of this progressive agenda whatsoever. And they figure out ways to make you feel like you can't criticize it. How unpopular is it to criticize anything, giving away money, Medicare for all. Oh, you're an evil person. You want to kill poor people and have them have to wait at the hospital for hours and not get seen. You want to kill grandmas. You want to kill kids. No, there's safety net things for that. And to be honest with you, from the libertarian, looking at it from a limited government standpoint, if there was not a government doing it, there would be other organizations that would fill in to make sure that people are taken care of. Because there's a need for it, and people have a desire to help people. But when the government does it, then that's that one-size-fits-all plan. But there's no criticism of anything in this progressive agenda right now. And they've figured out a way to make you look like the jerk if you do criticize it. Moving on. They've literally made it or literally been able to make anyone who does criticize look like they are a Trump supporter. Sorry, I was reading my note on that. And they did. They, if, they, if you criticize anything that's going on right now, then they'll call you a Trump supporter. 
oh, you're a Trump supporter. No, 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 no. I didn't even vote for Trump. I'm a libertarian. I didn't vote for anybody. I'm an anarchist. I didn't vote for anybody. I'm an agorist. Whatever. Like, you can say that. But I'm okay to criticize. No, no, no. You must be a Trump supporter then. And Trump supporters have been effectively tarnished as racists and bigots. So that's what I was getting back to earlier with what's going on right now in Congress. They are trying to make it, they're trying to polarize the issue right now and make it seem like any person that voted for Trump is a racist or bigot. So if you criticize, now you're a Trump supporter, now you're racist and bigot, now you're anti-American because you're not going along with our views. Isn't it insane what's happening? Has the has the limited government you know agenda has our limited government desire are we losing are the libertarians losing that's the question of the day right if you are not part of joe biden's new united states of america this new united states of america i think there was a commercial about it during the super bowl this jeep commercial that you're we now have a new united states of america right we are renewing we're coming together If you're criticizing Joe Biden's agenda, you're not part of that new United States of America, right? You're a Trump supporter. And you know what? You're actually a terrorist organization if you're a Trump supporter because you're a racist or you're a white supremacist or you're you're a member of some some other group, some some white supremacist anti-government group. Now you're a terrorist. I mean, even I talked about this a couple weeks ago that terrorists are allowed to be bombed. Even if you're an American citizen, they can send a drone and bomb your house. They did it to an American overseas. At what point does it happen on American soil if you're a terrorist? And they've already mentioned it on MSNBC one time, just like alluding to the idea. So at what point does that happen? But if you're not a part of Joe Biden's new United States of America, if you're not on board with our agenda, you are a racist, a bigot, or whatever. Like, that's, and if you don't see that as a problem, but that's what they're trying to tarnish everybody as. Makes you want to love Donald Trump, but obviously I don't, you know? Makes you want to go against them even more. But no, I mean, if you do, you better watch yourself, you know? There might be, like, Gestapo coming in and getting you in the middle of the night type thing. If we get to that far. I mean, I think we are in a fascist moment right now. I think we are in a authoritarian moment right now. Or we're at least quickly moving towards it. And that's scary, guys. Like, I was thinking about this the other day as well. Because we are in a situation where the libertarian movement is losing... That everyone has their hands out looking for more from the government. We've been trained. We're scared to go out of our houses. And then at what point, how do we stop wearing masks, right? How do we get to the point where we stop wearing masks? Yes, a lot of you guys don't wear masks at all. A lot of people only wear masks when they're absolutely forced to. Things of that nature. But if you're not wearing a mask, what are you labeled as? Think about that. Getting back to it. You're labeled as a Trump supporter because it's a it's a bl- along party lines. You go out 
And if you're not wearing a mask, you're a Trump supporter. And what is a Trump supporter but a racist, a bigot, a domestic terrorist, guys? And if you are one of those people that feels like, I don't want to look like a Trump supporter, then you're going to keep your damn mask on. And you're never going to take it off because only Trump supporters don't wear masks. So at what point do we stop wearing masks? You don't want to be labeled as a racist or a bigot. Someone's got to take their mask off first. But that takes a lot of courage. If you're going to be looked at as a Trump supporter. Like, that is what we've come to in America right now. Are we living in an authoritarian moment? I think so. I think so. Final thought as well. Just consider this, guys. There's a, there's a headline that I read the other day, and it says, Democrats want to give Americans $250 a month. What is that headline even saying? Democrats want to give Americans $250 a month. So that's the plan that they have in place. So they want to give Americans $250 a month, or 350 I think, is if they have kids, or if they have you know kids under six years old. And I think it'll be per child, right? So you're going to get a tax credit. And I'm okay with tax credits. I said that before. I'm okay with you getting your money back. But it's not that. It's the handout that they're talking about. It's the training of you to look to them for more. That's the problem that I have. If you want to get rid of taxes, get rid of taxes. But the Democrats are playing politics with this thing so that you become more dependent upon them. And when the Republicans say no, it's literally... Democrats want to give them a handout or give $250 per month and Republicans are stopping it. That is what you see in the news. There's no criticism of it. There's no analysis of it. There's no desire to see if it's good or bad for America. Same thing with like a $15 minimum wage. There's no criticism of it. There's nothing. There's no true analysis of it. They don't bring on economists and say, okay, so what do you guys say about the 15 dollars minimum wage? Would that be a good thing or a bad thing? And then some economists will say, oh yeah, there's no real proof that raising the minimum wage is going to hurt the economy. It actually does not kill jobs and da da da. And then this other economist says, yes, it does. And this is what I have to say and blah, blah, blah. But there's no analysis of a $15 minimum wage. There has been no scientific studies that any of these people did. None of their theories and none of their formulas that they've used is taking the minimum wage from $7.50 up to up to $15 an hour. There's going from $7 to $7.50. Yeah, we didn't see that much job loss. From $6.50 to $6.75, there's not that much job loss. There's never been a situation like that. But there's no honest analysis of it. And that's what we're looking at in America right now is a situation where People are looking to government more and more right now. And I don't think that's a good thing. Because it does give the politicians so much power. Because that is what they're trying to do. Is take the power. And when you are dependent upon them, they have the power over you. They get your vote. They get what they want. And that is to stay in control. With the best of luck, there will be some sort of Tea Party movement type thing that rolls in that says no. And then there's some sort of change in two years where 
you don't have one party control of the House and the Senate. That's the best thing we could look forward to right now. But the problem is, if you had a rally saying, let's have some fiscal responsibility, you better not be wearing a red baseball cap. You better not be flying the American flags. You better not be doing any of that stuff because the politicians and the news media will say, bunch of Trump supporters out there rallying, watch out, bring in the National Guard. They are going to have a riot and kill people because that's the way that they have framed this thing right now. How do you keep the Tea Party movement from getting going back in 2009, 2010, like it did? By having everyone afraid of those people. By completely making those people look like they are the crazies, the ones that hate America, the ones that are anti-government. You polarize them over into this group over here. But these are the people that want fiscal responsibility. These are people that don't want the government doing everything. And we've, we've made them completely illegitimate. And not we have, but the politicians have effectively done that. The libertarian movement is slowly fading, guys. So we need to act. I mean, we need to, we need to talk to our friends about it. We need to put our foot down and say no more are we going to sit there and allow you to say that anybody that is not for Biden's agenda is is some sort of racist Trump supporter that's not the tr- not the case but I don't know where to go from here I wish I did but that's all I got guys that's my thoughts for the day I appreciate you joining me I hopefully hopefully uh you like the show and you keep on coming back uh, if you do like the show you can give it a five star rating or review over there on Apple podcast that would be phenomenal uh if you don't like the show hey give me a five-star rating anyway but uh or don't do anything i guess but anyway um i appreciate those that continue to listen to the show why don't you go ahead and share it with a friend and uh then follow the website and we have the facebook feed as well uh just type in eye on the empire you'll find it there on facebook and on twitter i think i'm more on twitter than facebook now but i'm trying to keep them both kind of equal so uh But anyway, I appreciate those that continue to listen and keep on coming back. Uh, I will talk with you guys next Thursday so you can have clear vision for 2021.